Hi there, and welcome to this episode of the Everyday Millionaire Mindset Matters podcast, where I'm joined by my wife, Olympic mental performance coach, Stephanie Hanlon-Francie. In these episodes, Stephanie and I have a conversation about the different aspects of what we refer to as Mindset Matters, because we believe that for those who are awake, we are living in and through the most impactful time in history. Your view of the world is the filter for how you will experience the evolution and changing dynamics of it. Our intention is to provide you with ideas, nutritious food for thought, and some tools that you can use to help you in being your greatest self and living your best life. Listen in. Enjoy. Hi there, and welcome to the Everyday Millionaire Mindset Matters. Stephanie, welcome. Hey, hon. So we did a vacation We did mode. do a vacation mode, didn't we? Yeah, so... It was amazing. We went a best of while well, we took a little time, bit of time off, and uh, we're back. Well, you know what? That's what kind of brings us to the topic today. Yeah, the topic. I love the title, The Great Reset. No, The Greatest Reset. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Great Reset's already been talked about. Yeah. If you haven't heard about it, maybe look it up. But yeah. this is the greatest reset. Okay, there we go. I felt a little bit like clickbait there, you know, <laughs> get people to listen in. Well, listen, folks, we're here to talk about the great, greatest reset. So uh, guide us along the way. You know, we came up with this topic, understanding a couple of things about the importance of a reset and what do we mean by that? So let's kind of start to unpack the conversation, why it's important to kind of consider how we show up, how we complete. We've talked about completion and incompletion. This is not that, although it's... It's part of it. It's part of it. Yes, for sure. So, okay, walk us through the scenario. Tell us about your thought process uh, around the greatest reset. Well, the great, well, it's like other words that right now, currently right now are being hijacked in this, what's going on in our world. But the reset is a very important process and a very important opportunity when something comes to a close. So you think about, you know, needing a reset. So we could have called our vacation a reset, but it was a process that we went through that we were completing some very stressful times. It was, you know, a couple of years before we've gone on a holiday and then wanting to set up something new. Like we want to bring the podcast uh, live to YouTube. We want to do it on video. So there's got to be some sort of closure and closing and a reset of a trajectory in a new direction. But what happens for many, and I really see this with high performers, high performance athletes, my HNW clients, is that if they just barrel ass into what's next without actually consciously and intentionally resetting the trajectory or coming to close so that they can renew in a new direction, then there's not that time and space and, and pause that can happen in order to really powerfully move into what's next. So, you know, when you brought this topic up, it kind of as you were speaking, you know, I kind of thought about what's been going on in the past, you know, for us, really about, about the past month and certainly the past couple of weeks because we went away. I went, we went to Mexico, spent some time on the beach, was awesome, ate too much, drank too much, all the things that you get to do on a vacation, slept a lot, a lot, you know, did all those things. But then I went from Mexico. I flew to Toronto, Toronto <laughs> and 
you stayed in Mexico. Yes, I did. I'm not going to hold that against you. <laughs> but I went straight to Toronto, had a great time in Toronto business. You know, I was on a podcast. We did a couple of events. I spoke at a couple of events, did the podcast. Really, really fun. Then from Toronto, I flew back to BC and literally less than 24 hours later, jumped on a plane, flew to Calgary and then headed into our think tank that JG, Frank Coeur, and I put on this past weekend in Calgary, which was freaking amazing. And now I'm home. So then it's literally, we're doing this podcast the day I've arrived at home because of just the way that we produce the podcast. And just from experience and thoughtfulness, now that may all sound, I don't know what that sounds like to somebody listening in, but it's airplanes, it's time zones, it's, you know, re Hotel. hotels, you're, you know, hauling. And, and it's also uh, about the space you hold when you're being interviewed on a podcast, when you're speaking at a couple of events, then you come home and we went to the think tank. And for those of you who have maybe had the opportunity or have facilitated a conversation, or if you haven't, you may not realize that when you're facilitating a workshop, you are present for eight, 10 hours where there are no distractions. You have to be there listening. You have to be on. It's full-on performance it's, mode. It is. You yeah. really are listening and you're trying to get, you know, the most out of people and then guide and do all the things. So you got to be on. Plus, you know, with JG and I, you know, we're there working together and it's not scripted. We're riffing off of stuff. We're taking on problems, solving them. Have And it's all fun, by the way. We love it. But, you know, we wouldn't have it any other way. The point is, is that, it is mentally, emotionally, and to a, a different degree, physically, you're on your feet all day, uh, uh, exhausting. Now, I know, for example, that tomorrow I've got nothing on my calendar. Mm. So why? Well, first off, I want to be able to look after myself. I want to be able to rest. I want to be able to reflect. I want to be able to have some space to kind of just regather, you know, hang out at home what have I got to do here? You know, kind of plus reflect on the past couple of weeks. You know, what do I need to carry forward? What do I need to let go? What do I need to celebrate? So for me, that's kind of a long-winded way saying uh, that's my reset. It is. And that's really what what we've learned. And maybe we, I wish we learned it younger, but it is planning that that buffer day. It's understanding that in order to reset and 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 have the energy to move forward, and I mean, gosh, we don't have the we don't have the built-in endurance that we had three years ago. I mean, we haven't traveled as much. So, what you actually accomplish is because you also have the habit of intentionally resetting. So, on an airplane, I know you do a meditation instead of just opening your computer. I do the same thing. So, yes, I had a couple of extra days in Mexico, and I'm very, very grateful. But then I went right into a European Championships in Finland. I went on finish time. And I also had at the same time a U.S. National Championships that I was navigating at the same time. So if I didn't understand that, even though after a vacation reset, there still is a transition day, there still is laundry to do, there's shopping, groceries, there's getting helping you get organized to get on an airplane, there's dogs. So if, if we just don't take care of those transition moments and understand that we have to reset ourselves emotionally, physically, even, you know, in our environment, then we're just basically stacking things on top of each other where we actually, for me, I couldn't enjoy the the repercussions and the and the relaxation I experienced from Mexico if I didn't have the tool that I call reset. 
Well, that's an interesting thought process. And, you know, as we share kind of the context for it, you know, we'll get to some workability, some thought process for you that are listening, you know, to say, where can you apply what we've learned in our life? And and why do we need to do that? You know, as much as you know, when you think about over the years, we've both traveled a lot, we've both presented a lot. And although that looks fun, and it is fun, it is not necessarily easy. It's exhausting work. Because as I say, you have to be present, you have to be on, and you have to be having those conversations while at the same time, running and operating a business, logistics, flights, you know, working with your team. And so that's all to say that we learned many years ago, to actually take the time to sit back. So I'll give you a little bit of a process. So we would do events, big events. And at the end of every event, we would debrief. And that debrief, we would look at the event and we did, JG and I did that this weekend. We did it with the couple of people that were there supporting us. And it really was a conversation about what, what worked, what didn't work, what did we take away? What did we do well? What do we feel we did well? And where do we need to improve? And is there anything that we're going to take forward as changes? We make all those notes. That's all a very structured debrief so that we can let it go. Okay, now that's part of a reset. Yes, absolutely it is. Because as you go through that process intellectually, you're also getting to celebrate those moments or you're also getting to look at them so that you, you know, when you go to bed that night, you know, oh, I wish I would have said that or thought that. Part of the intentionality of those debriefs, which I call closing, um, which is the process, the beginning of the reset, is that you have the the time to share, especially with the people that you were working with and that shared energy, that celebration, that or or that you know really that reflection becomes the foundation of being able to plug in so that you can energetically move on to the what's next. I think about what you did from when we left from Mexico and all like all the planes and all the trains and automobiles and the hotels that you were in. But if you didn't have the skill and the unco- and the conscious now which is now unconscious for you to to reset on an ongoing basis which I do with my athletes for example is that they have it now the skill that they can do walking resets, walking clothes, that they can talk about it, they can voicemail it into a WhatsApp message, they can do it so that they're constantly moving and shifting that energy so they're not living in the past or they're not dragging some of that emotional energy, which like you well, you said well, is that it's exhausting. So there was, but okay, so let's talk about that a little bit because when we consider the completion, incompletion that we talk about, right? So when you operate on top of incompletions, that can also come back to kind of, you're dragging incompletions forward. So a reset in, if I'm following your train of thought and in, in, in the context that I'm holding it as well, is that the reset is also about a completion. It is actually coming to the end of a portion, a, a whole project, a portion of a project, uh, you know, the end of the week where you've done something, you know, where you can actually stop acknowledge that this is the end of that. And maybe you had a busy week, you know, maybe you did something with a team and I don't mean you as in Mm -hmm. you, Stephanie, I mean you, as in you listening, you know, look at what your week entailed and are you in fact taking the time to reset? Some would say, well, I'm going home on the weekend and I'm going to sleep. Got it. That's part of it. Rest (laughs) is part of the reset. But it's intentional. Yes. You know, it's, it, it has to be, I believe, an actual thought process, you may include making notes, you know, to really say that my mind is clear. I'm mentally, physically, emotionally 
I don't want to say rested, but that could be you're going to be part of that. It's going to be rested. I'm flat. In other words, I'm not carrying a bunch of anxiety into the future with me. Right. So the intention is to get to neutral, as we call it neutral. So when you think about what you're just saying is that if you don't take the moment to do a little bit of a close or a little bit of a, a debrief, what happens is that mentally you're still carrying some of that. And, and many people journal. Uh, they they can um, take the time and make the notes. But to intentionally do it means that you're not bringing all of that stuff that could or should have would have happened into your evening, for example, when you're trying to go to sleep and maybe you've got a really big day. So I think being intentional around how you complete is what gives that moment of rest, uh, reflection, and but it takes it takes confidence to do that because it takes confidence to know that you have earned or you have deserved that moment to enjoy the win. So, for example, you, you had a big event this weekend with Think Tank, and it was amazing. I had Finland with skaters that skated lights out and they had to celebrate but they still have the world championships coming up in march so they can't ride this high i mean i'm gonna let them and they will honor that and ride it as long as they can because that's why they work so hard but one of the problems with this type of energy is that they think it's sustainable but in order to bring it to what you were talking about is to bring it to neutral talk about what went well oh my gosh, it felt amazing. And we did this, we had a skate of our lives or seasons best, et cetera. But when it comes to training and, and, and resetting the tra trajectory for worlds, it doesn't matter what they did at nationals at the U S if they won with a record number or at the European championships, it doesn't matter. It's over. And that's hard for people, especially if they maybe had a big deal or maybe it's a wedding or something really exciting. And then it's over. There's always a low after a high. So what I'm trying to do in, with this concept, and, and you know, it's an original kind of IP thing for me, is that to consciously create a reset after a high, especially after a high, we do a hard reset, or after a low. Maybe they didn't do something so, so well. So walk, walk us through a reset in the context that you do a reset. Now, and, and let's not talk about just, you know, world-class champions, you know, coming off a world-class competition. What I'm saying is, is that, so for example, you know, you talk about some of the camps that you've run where you don't do it after a long weekend. <laughs> yes, because what I've discovered, and it does, it, it really takes discipline to understand. So a, a long weekend comes, everybody's excited. They go out Friday night or they go to a family reunion for the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, where the next morning on a Tuesday, for example, they have to go back to the rink or they have to go back to work or whatever. What training myself, first of all, and then training the team around us is that, okay, where do you build in your travel time? Where do you build in the laundry? Where do you build in grocery shopping? Where do you build in the rest and the recovery, especially if it was a party and a wedding or a reunion? Because the truth of the matter is we're, as human beings and business owners, we have a responsibility to still perform at work on the Tuesday after a long weekend. So I stopped doing a lot of camps and a lot of things on the weekend of uh, the week of a long weekend. Well, that's interesting, right? We've all seen it and many have experienced it where, you know, they want to make the most of the long weekend. So they're not coming home from the lake, for example, until, you know, nine o'clock at night. By the time on they the get Monday. home, unpacked, yeah. you know, Monday night, they get to bed. It's late. They're tired. They've had you know, a weekend of fun and sun, whatever that might look like, they get up 
Tuesday and it's like, holy cow, it's like they got hit hit by a truck. Yeah, Yeah, it's like you got hit by a truck. Whereas we've over the years, not that we don't get caught, but over the years, we would use Monday as the day of reset. That's right. You know, we wouldn't make big plans for anything on the Monday other than to say we'll be done by noon or we'll be done by two o'clock where we have the evening at least or the afternoon to reset. So what's the point of this? Because when you think about, is this about high performance? Is this about being the best you can be? So when you look at this area of discipline called, you know, the reset. So let me give you an interesting insight that as we were talking about this, that showed up for me. So some of the individuals who are in the think tank this particular weekend were also part of our shift program. They had kind of come to trust us and understand how we operate. So they are part of think tank, but what was interesting about it this morning. So we did Friday, it was a networking, get everybody get together, get to know each other. Then Saturday, yesterday, in this case, cause we're doing this recording on the Sunday, they, on Saturday, worked really, really hard. They did all the stuff. We finished. It was a long day. It was great. Everybody felt really good about it. But interestingly enough, we give everybody instructions and kind of insights into how to take it on and some things to do. But I happened to go down into the lobby of the hotel, and there was two people who were from the shift program. Guess what they were doing? Sitting in the lobby, relaxing, and writing. Journaling, yep. You know, and, uh, you know, capturing additional thoughts, even though Saturday they all went off the team. JG and I did not join them. They went off and did their own thing as a group, you know, and, and it was interesting that that discipline, those habits that get, and they were just resting, taking the morning to kind of get regrounded, to reset. And they were all doing different things, by the way. Uh, because some came from uh, Ontario, they were off doing different adventures in Western Canada because we were in Calgary. So that was kind of cool. But, you know, I just noticed that uh, amongst a few of the people that had that discipline had been you know, taking that coaching to heart and was putting it to work. Yeah, that's actually extremely important and very flattering, actually, knowing that, that, that it's moving forward. But I do see it also with the athletes that I work with and the people that are around us is that to think highly enough of yourself, to give yourself time to reset, to give yourself time to, you know, capture some notes and to slow down, cowboy, you know, just to give yourself that time. That's where I believe the next level of energy comes from, the next energy of, of inspiration or motivation or being able to, to move forward and without dragging some of that stuff. Because right now, and I find, right, and I'm not sure if, if you're finding this, but there's a lot of very, very heavy energy that, and, and a lot of things that people are operating on top of that maybe haven't, you know, come to completion. Oh, we've, we've talked about that many times, you know, is what's going on in the world. But, you know, it is interesting, you know, so JG, total high performer. Carrie had come into Calgary. His wife had come with him and his dad had come with him. But he was totally, it's a total reset. Like he knows he left today. They had already got plans. They're going to spend an extra couple of days and they're not, you know, like I, like I can text JG and I'll get an answer, but he's offline, nice. right? You know, he's offline. Why is he doing that? He's resetting. He's also had a busy time. So he needs to just take a break as well. So this is all part of honoring the kind of mental, emotional, spiritual space that we all need to recover. It's a different kind of recovery from, let's say, a workout where you're working out 
on the odd day. Is is am I doing like am I hitting it yep. the way you want it? Absolutely, because what you're saying also, which I'm really happy that you brought that up, is that we have to think highly enough of ourselves to take a couple days out of the loop, like thinking that we're not, you know, FOMO, you know, we're not going to miss something or we're not, we're so darn important that we have to have our phone on 24 seven. It's not true. If, if as human beings, we're human beings, you know, we're not human doings. And as we be in the lives and creating our best life, we only really have one life. We, you know, people think, well, it's work, it's, it's business, it's life, it's family. Yes, there's seven areas of life, but there's really only one life. And it's up to us as the captain of our ship is to really understand that there's just times after, especially after a high or after a big intense weekend like you guys had, is to give that time to yourself and know that you've earned it and you deserve it. And I always laugh at my, you know, and I always say, I'm just not that important. I'm turning my phone off for a couple of days because I'm just not that important. And it makes people laugh because you have to, like, I have to do it with, with humor and, and to teach people that is so, for me, so, so important because we are the CEOs of our own lives. I think that's really important. And the other thing that showed up for me in all of this is how we do it is because we know this and we've known it for a long time. We all, you know, certainly older, wiser wider but you know at the end of the day we've learned a lot and it was interesting that last week when i was setting up what's coming up this week the you know i was having a you know i was having a conversation with one of the key team members and i said well we could probably do this on monday when i get back and she said bonnie said she goes no We'll just give you a day to relax and get your shit together. <laughs> get your reset. Get your reset, right? She didn't use that phraseology, but she didn't. She knows. So all of the team didn't start setting meetings for me until Tuesday. And the point is, is that we do that. Yeah. We do that with our team. So if you're listening to this and you are a leader, is that how hard do you want to push your team and understanding that you will get more results more out of your team more creativity and out of yourself and out of yourself but it's not i think there's a, there's a part of it too is that when we build the culture and the environment for our team to succeed we talk a lot about that is we create the environment for people to show up and be their best selves to be and perform to their highest degree and understanding that Yes, somebody comes to work and they work hard, but aside from all of that, they've got life going on. They've got perhaps kids and dogs and dramas and in-laws and pressures. And if we have a particularly busy week in terms of our performance within our businesses, our careers, jobs, whatever that might be, can we honor our team? Like, in other words, to have the awareness of others as leaders and understanding and is and it, it's not to give people excuses, you know, to underperform. It what it is as leaders to, is to understand that in order to get the best out of ourselves and to 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 hold the environment for people to be their best, there has to be some awareness of what they need to do to sit to shift and to reset, to recover. Like think about what it takes to recover after you know, after a trauma or, or, you know, think about a big deal that you, you've just put six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 months into, and it happens, it comes to fruition or it doesn't, but there's a closure, there's an ending to it. There's going to be some repercussions. There's the, there's a ripple effect of 
emotion possibly of maybe some excitement, maybe some regret, maybe some this, but to intentionally bring it in. That's why I always like to to express like, what are you so done with? What are you never going to do again? That's also part of this. And and when we understand that we can look at what we done we, that we did well and what we didn't do so well, what we are never going to do again, what we may want to to bring forward because it's a new thing. We move maybe past a blind spot, then we are moving into a conscious reset. And I think it's so important to look around and aside from what you need to get handled, and hopefully in this little brief conversation, these insights that we've shared, you can see where maybe you're not honoring yourself or perhaps where your significant other isn't taking time to reset. You're good with that with me. I'm, and, and, and I do a pretty good job with you, I think, most of the time is because we do get into the jag we get into. We get on a roll and we're just got, okay, let's just keep doing and we don't stop to honor our stuff. But I, I remember just this past year with one of the team uh, on the retail stores is that we literally had to force him to take a break. And yeah, for we what, actually sent him and his wife to Mexico. It was like, go, go, go away. You need to take a break. But he was so caught up in it and he wanted so much to keep moving things forward. We'd come off COVID, all of the stuff that was going on, lots of pressure. He was in the JAG. Anyways, the point is, is that as leaders, we have to have the awareness of how are we looking after the team that surround us because we, without our team, without the people that are around us, we've really got nothing. And so just being aware of it. So yes, you need to be the center of your universe. Yes. You need to be looking after yourself, but part of looking after you is giving you the energy and the insights, the power, if you will. And I guess the view of the world, that's part of the reset too, Hundred percent is to kind of look around you and go, okay, am, am I making sure I'm looking after my team as well? Because these resets are really important and we can all get caught in it. And there's old stories that people get caught into or work harder, work harder, work harder. Yeah, work ethic. Yeah. You know, lead work by ethic. example. Yeah. All those stories. So, you know, hopefully this has given you some insights into how to, well, let's not, let's get one, let's go one layer deeper. And we talk about a reset. And so what does a reset look like? So for me, a reset tomorrow will be nothing more than just slowing down, really being choosy. If I'm going to answer an email, probably not. You know, I'll respond to one or two people, maybe because they're looking for some insights. You know, Cheryl might reach out to me, might reach out to me. She guards me so well. She may ask me a question. And I would answer her because I know that Cheryl will never reach out to me unless she absolutely needs to on a reset day. So then I may have a nap. I'll definitely have a meditation. I'll hang out with my dogs. I'll take time to reflect on the past week and the weekend. And maybe look at some pictures from Cabo. Maybe. <laughs> 
I'm done with Cavill. It's gone. It's over. <laughs> it's all in the past. I'm all. I'm on the move. I'm all <laughs> rested, ready to go. You know. So the point is, is what are you doing? What does it look like? I'll go for a walk. I'll do a light workout. You know, it really is a disconnect. And in in all of that process for me, I am reflecting. I'm going. What's complete? What am I going to carry forward? What is the plans for the future? And it really is giving me time to be creative and have a thought process and then start to say, what am I going to execute on? Because guess what? Tuesday, I'll be back into it and on the go again, but I'll be rested and I'll be clear. Yeah. And I think that's really important is that to consciously build in a buffer day, a rest day, a day to understand that there is a recovery that has to happen, especially if there's been a high. Like I think about you guys doing the think tank and and how how amazing it was and the feedback and, you know, positive, negative, et cetera. But it was a really great weekend. Same with me in Finland and in the US. It was a, it, there was a lot of highs in there, but the highs aren't sustainable. And part of the reset is also to understand that to bring yourself to neutral, to feel the high, to celebrate, to share, to debrief with the people that you shared that experience with and not maybe try to bring it home. I remember, you know, you used to pick me up from the airport many times after a world championships or something. And I would just be quiet. I couldn't say anything. And you had all these amazing questions and you wanted to connect and you wanted to have conversations. And I couldn't do it until like the next day. And what you used to do was you would say, okay, I'm not going to pick you up. I'm going to send a car, a car. And then when you get home, we're going to have a massage therapist there for you. And you started to help me reset as my partner but until we started to understand and learn about that, about each other, and this is like 20 years ago, is that we learned how to do this. Husband. You're such a good husband. And he'd, you know, book my, you know, massage or, but, but to bring somebody into the house so that I didn't have to leave. So I could have my bath and get myself organized, especially after there was a huge high or a huge low. doesn't matter what it is, a high or a low. Neither of them are real until you bring them to neutral. And that's what you really taught me and you really started to build in. And now I start to, I do that now with everyone I work with is to build in those reset days. And can we, all of us afford to have a massage therapist come in and, and, and whatever, but you know what, we, we didn't, we didn't have the same resources that we have now, but we put a high value on those resets. And you put a high value on me being nurtured and taken care of during those stressful times. And I'll always remember that. And that's, I built that into my program. I built that into my life. And I think it's important for, you know, for everybody moving forward. It's not a, and it's, I think in some context, perhaps in some minds, it might be a sign of weakness, you know? Exactly, right? Oh yeah. Suck it up. Suck it up, princess. (laughs) Yeah, don't, no, don't, don't suck it up. Yeah. That's my guidance. Yeah, exactly. Stop sucking it up. (laughs) Stop sucking it up. Just take a rest, have a break. Stephanie, thanks for this conversation. I think that everybody should consider the greatest reset and, uh, Thanks for kind of walking me through that. You're welcome. That was fun. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. If you found value in the podcast, please take the time to rate and review and share with others. Share with your friends. As it is my goal to always improve and to provide the highest value for you, the listener, if you have any comments, suggestions, or questions you'd like answered, please email me at ceo at raincanada.com. That's ceo at reincanada.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, Patrick out.